talking about Welcome to Hero Ball, podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Darren Caldwell. With me tonight is my man, MC Biscuit. What up, Darren? Not with us tonight is noted Bill and Ted hater, mm. Tom Jones. That's right. So, he got, he, he got down with a sickness. That's right. And, uh, and is unable to attend tonight, um, which is probably a good thing, seeing as how uh, you don't want to be taking anything back home to that uh, that new baby. Very true, new baby, new baby in the house. So yeah, we got a we got a congrats going on right now. Thank you, thank you. Little baby, little little uh, Jovi is uh, what, three four days old now. Yep, she's born Sunday. Today is Thursday, so she's, <laughs> so she's a few days old. But yeah, I'm impressed you still know your days of the week right now. Well, it was funny, I. Before I left, I asked my wife, Caitlin, I said, what day is it? She said, it's Thursday. I'm like, oh yeah, podcast night. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> but no, yeah, thank you. Baby's doing good. Things he is, are... just for all the listeners, all uh, 60,000 of you, uh, <laughs> he is here on permission. So <laughs> That is true. Things are going swimmingly at the, uh, at the Smith house, and I was able to take off because things are going so well, so... Get to come in and do it, Tom. Our as you as you had mentioned, noted uh, Bill and Ted hater. He's kind of the denomalous. I think he is. He is the Rufus's old gym teacher, <laughs> who is out to get Bill and Ted, who is you and I, most excellent of dudes. It's true. Yeah, I can't believe it. So we're gonna play some board games tonight. Defeat death. That's right. Get back. Save the universe. That's right. Or so we think. So we think. So we think. So we think. You got uh, you got anything uh, boiling on the old heat check plate tonight? I got a little bit of a heat check, minor heat check, but a heat ch- check nonetheless. The wind. I hate the wind. <laughs> All if there's... we are is dust in the <laughs> touché, wind, dude. Touché. So the wind has been outrageous at my house the last two days straight. I don't know if it's been crazy down here or not. Yeah, not some a little bit here, but not nearly as bad as it is even just in Og, like downtown Ogden, let alone yeah, on the hill. Oh man, it was yeah. So all night long, you're hearing stuff crashing, banging trees. You know, there's, <laughs> that was just your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> there's garbage in the streets, tree branches down. I mean, it's just and it's nonstop. And if there's one type of poor weather that I just do not like, it's yeah. wind. There's nothing that, nothing good comes from it. Nothing good. <laughs> Only destruction. Messes my hair up. Blows in my face. There's just nothing good. So, minor heat check, but the wind has been blowing. It's it's let up a little bit, but I hate it. I mean, I'm talking upwards of probably 40 plus mile an hour right. winds. I'm, and through those canyon winds, sometimes they get 60, 70 miles an hour coming through there. Awful. So dumb. At least it's not the wind apocalypse of 2012. I that remember blew that. blew down all the trees. I remember that. Or the uh, or the tornado 
2015 or whatever year that was, 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or even that uh, giant winter windstorm that we had a, a couple of, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've had some. We've had some good ones. Yeah, you just. It seems like every couple of years you get just a crazy windstorm. I remember. I think it was the 2012 one that you just referred to that I think I came here to your house that night for something. Hmm. And the next day I was leaving for Haiti. So unless that's a different year, I know that there was a crazy windstorm. I was mm, kind of a little concerned that the flights were going to get canceled. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there was like power going out. and Right. And it was in December. So I remember we came, I came over for, I don't know if it was like a, a men's Bible study or a house church function or something, but right. there was something, and I just remember thinking, am I supposed to leave tomorrow? I might not. <laughs> I think it was the 20, in 2012, but yeah. I don't know. Dates, hmm. days, they all escaped me. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> minor heat check. House is still intact. Still there. I just hate the wind. It's so stupid. It can <laughs> go away. Well, I've got uh, I've got a little heat check as well. Um, I didn't have anything until about ten minutes ago <laughs> when we decided to watch uh, catch up on uh, the end of the Jazz Hawks game uh, pre production and found that uh, that referees are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't figure out. I saw on Twitter somebody said refs just don't understand that Rudy blocks shots, mm-hmm. and they decide to call a goaltend with a minute to go. Yeah, when Rudy clearly did not goaltend that ball. No, that was trash. And if anything, tie goes to the defender. Like it was, it was right there at the top. It was not coming anyway. It was stupid, stupid, and then uh, poor turnover on the other end, which was probably also the ref's fault. Definitely the ref's fault. Yeah, but even more than that, even more than that. My heat check is Matt Harpring. Ooh, lay it Matt on Matt Harpring, the man who, first of all, could not stop talking about the fact he didn't hear the goaltend call. I didn't hear it. Where was the call? And then said, well, you can't really complain with the call when they have instant replay. Your job is to complain. You are a color commentator. Right. Get passionate about your team. He usually does complain, although it's usually complaining about the Jazz and rooting for the other team. Right. That's typically what Harpring does. What I don't understand, we talked about this before the show, is how does that man still have a job? Right. Like, give me Big T. Give me players only, baby. (laughs) More than Matt freaking Harpring. He was, I I liked him as a player. He was a Mm hard-nosed player. Mm -hmm. He was one of those guys, curl off the, you know, off a screen, hit a 15-footer, great. But like, we didn't have to hear him. But we don't. So it was to, awesome. Yeah, yeah. This I have I have not enjoyed Matt Harpring since he started. And you and you thought like that first year that it was rough. It was a rough year that mm-hmm. first year. Mm-hmm. And you keep thinking, okay, maybe he's gonna get. Yeah, better. He'll grow into it. He'll get yeah. you. No, no, no. It's just bad. Yeah, and he often seems like he doesn't actually know the game that well. His basketball IQ is not up to par with for being a player and like you said it was a good player i mean for what he was for his role yeah but when he's sitting there calling a game and something like what happens just happened yeah with the goaltend that wasn't a goaltend and he's complaining that he didn't hear the whistle and it was because it was four seconds late right it was a later whistle but and so he's sitting there asking what but even then he doesn't even speak to the play itself yeah give us any insight as a as a viewer as a listener 
of why that would possibly actually be considered a goaltend or, yeah. or what the reasoning there is or what the rule is or any sort of commentary <laughs> on the play. He just proceeds to um, talk about how, well, it was probably a good call because, the, you know, they do have instant replay. Yeah. Sakakis is on it or yeah. whatever it is. Kakakis, wherever. New Jersey. <laughs> the guy's in New Jersey. <laughs> See, my theory is that Greg Miller accidentally killed somebody once, Ooh. and Matt Harpering is the only witness. <laughs> and so the only reason to keep him on is to keep him silent. That's right. That's that's. I, I can't think of any other reason. Exactly. Than some skeleton in a closet. I think I'm there Harpering. with you. Harpering knows something, <laughs> and he is blackmailing the entire Miller family. Right. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to do road games. <laughs> I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm going to actively root against my own team. And you will not fire me. Or I go That's public right. with some shocking revelation. And I get whatever uh, bucket chart, bucket <laughs> shot uh, promotion during the game, KFC, whatever it is that makes no sense. <laughs> every night, every game I call, I get whatever type of little uh, photo... You know, when he gets the uh, jazz, uh, send in your best photos and Matt right. Harpering will, it's just, yeah. He gets to do whatever he wants. He's pretty much the Tom Jones of of the bro- jazz broadcast. He's true. He's calling the shots. He's, uh, he's giving us the content. He's telling us what we can and can't talk about. He's texting us in the middle of podcasts. Oh my gosh, what is he doing? Oh, geez. Get out of here with this. You know what? You should just be here. Yeah. But no, Tom, you're too sick if you to wanna, be here. If you want to talk the Jazz and the Hawks, like you're attempting to do right now, right? then you should have shown up. Yeah. All we right? don't have time to look at your texts while delivering premier quality content to our listeners. That's right. Wow. I hope that our mics picked up. Yeah. You know what? All the buzzing. Yeah. Do not disturb you, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I'm throwing you on hide alerts. <laughs> That's what you. That's what you. You did it to yourself, really. That's You're all on I time can out. say. <laughs> time out, Tom. It's not unusual to record a podcast. With, what was the? It was a, 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 a nice podcast. Yeah, it's it's not pod- unusual to record a podcast without Tom. That's right. Check out our new. In fact, that's what this is going to be. It's not no longer Hero Ball. This is our new podcast. This yeah, is the launching episode. Just some background. We got a we got a topic coming up. A new trailer was dropped for a uh, a movie coming up. We'll get to it. But the reason why uh, why Tom has been you know sick, so he says, and can't attend, is because Tom did not care so much about this movie, and we did. So that's right. So that this is what has this is what happens. <laughs> he is in the Hero Ball Doghouse. Doghouse. Well, let's get to it, dude. All right. So uh, we got some potpourri topics, uh, some yeah. some lightning round topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, lightning round for us, which means we'll talk about each of them for about 20 minutes. That's right. Um, we have got a bunch of movie news uh, that's been hitting the, hitting the floor. Yeah. Uh, I know one that you've been pretty uh, pretty into is the, uh, the new Batman. The Batman. So mostly just uh, rumor nuggets floating, but uh, notable... Nuggets. That's right, yeah. Notable for uh, the podcast that we uh, that we host, um, the Batman. Matt Reeves is doing the Batman. Everyone wants to know who is the Batman. Well, Bruce we don't Wayne. know yet. 
Bruce Wayne is the Batman. That's right. <laughs> no one knows. There's some rumors out there, but that's not the rumor I want to talk about. The one that I think is uh, semi-interesting. Now, this is just, like I said, this is going to be lightning round because there's not much to go on here. Yep. But interesting nonetheless to me, set in the 90s. So, confirmed prequel. If it's indeed in the DCEU, there's always the, the chance that it could be end up being kind of that outside uh, brand that they might right. supposedly be launching under you know, the Joker thing and all that. So it's possible being set in the nineties. Is that putting, are they like trying to be intentional saying we do actually acknowledge that Batman versus Superman existed. And uh, we're going to put this about 20 years prior. Possibly. Is that, is that I'm thinking if it is, if it's set in the DCEU, that's what I'm thinking is that they're, they're going for a full um, prequel where it's far enough back. They don't have to touch anything so it's like mid-20s batman right so mm-hmm. christian bale's batman i'd probably put him in the i don't know early 30s to mid 30s range right yep ben affleck bat batfleck was mid 40s you know early to mid 40s yeah and so this one we're going early so, maybe early 20s mid 20s yeah age batman and and like you said, if it is supposed to be set in the same world, I, I would imagine they're doing that for a number of reasons in the sense of, I don't know if too many people were into the older Batman take. It's an interesting take. It's a new take. Uh, I liked it, um, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. So uh, there, there might be some of that. But I think this gives them enough distance between any of the Batfleck stuff uh, BVS or Justice League, that it gives them some room to, I mean, really give, gives Matt Reeves some room to really just write the story he wants to write without having to worry about any other worlds colliding with it. It can be just very, uh, just completely centered on Batman and his villains his story his whatever without having to reach outside of any of this wonder woman doesn't have to be a part of it exactly yeah you know Mm -hmm. superman doesn't have to be a part of it Mm -hmm. you know what's funny about this is i think if you were to go back to i don't know our fourth or fifth episode we talked about feeling like like they're constantly trying to redo batman over and over and over and you've always got this like let's go back to the origin story let's go let's do these things let's and and i think you and i talked about how the batman that i think we'd be most interested to watch now that just hasn't really been done is a detective nor kind of darker seedier just a crime story it doesn't have to be right some ramped up super villain who's going to try to take over the world or do anything just give him like kind of a, a grittier seedier detective story. Right. And that's exactly... It's almost like Matt Reeves listens to Hero Ball. I think he probably does, because that's exactly where I was taking the next uh, bit of this, was it's supposedly uh, set in the 90s. Um, So, you know, taking it further back earlier in his career, um, if this is indeed the supposed to be the basically Ben Affleck's Batman, the same Batman that we've seen right. within the DCEU, but it's taking it back to the 90s, and allegedly going a very focusing on the world's greatest detective. Yeah. And like exactly like you just said, a detective mystery noir style 
movie that just focuses on the story at hand. And hopefully, you know, my hope is that it really showcases that. Because out of any of the Batman movies from, from, you know, Burton's Batman movies in 89, um, and I think 92 was Batman. And, and then throughout the 90s, and then into the Nolan Batmans, into even this current Batman we have with BVS and Justice League, we haven't seen him. He's usually just really physical. That's what we've seen mostly. Is it, It's almost more like a James Bond, have a, you know, yep. here gadgets you go, meet with and, Q, get your gadgets, mm-hmm. and then go do something really physical just without the, the sex, basically. Right. Is kind of how Batman has been portrayed in yeah. movies. Yeah, And so it'd be really fun to watch a Batman that doesn't have all the tricks, doesn't have all the gadgets, has to rely more on, I, I mean, I don't, we don't know if that's what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. has to rely more on detective, just skill and instinct and mm-hmm. and just really, so I think that could be yeah, really cool. I think so too. And I was reading, uh, just to kind of cap this off, I was reading that the movie and the script allegedly has uh, minimal action beats. Um, I'm mm. sure they'll have some, and I'm sure, my hope is that we'll really focus, like we were just saying, on this story. Um Detective Noir focusing on the mystery, focusing on him solving the case yeah. um, through the means of his intellect and and what have you. And then with a couple just incredible action scenes. like mm-hmm. w- w- So when they hit, they, they really hit, you know, yeah. like a, a, a really cool punch. But um, I don't know, man. It, 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 to me, how this, the stuff that keeps bubbling up for this movie um, sounds like the the Batman movie I've always wanted to see. Yeah. And the Batman you read in the comics, which is very noir detective. I mean, it's literally, Batman started in detective comics. Yeah. Like, like that's the whole point. And cinematically, like you said, we haven't seen it. So I'm really excited about it. Um, it's got a, it's got a release date in 2021, uh, in the oh, summer wow. of 2021. That's, that's and, uh, and they are uh, beginning filming in December of this year. So this thing's going to get rolling. I, I would imagine within the next couple of months, we'll probably get more casting news, get some more details on it. But I'm excited. I I, I think you texted me and said, Shooter's going to shoot. But I, I went out there already and uh, said that I'm calling it. If this is done the way it's looking like it's going to be done, I think this movie's going to be better than the Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, it's a, that's a, that's pulling up from the logo right there. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, I mean, it's got all the the ingredients. Yeah. To be, and, and if you've seen any of Matt Reeves' previous stuff, man, he's he's a great filmmaker. He's done a lot of. I really really like the um, Planet of the Apes movies. Oh right. He's right, done. Right. Uh, he did the first Cloverfield. Like he did a remake one. of the uh, Let the Right One In, and he's just done a ton of good movies. I really like his sensibilities and mm-hmm. so i just from what i've seen what i've read what i've seen him produce in the past i think this might this might be the definitive but anyway that's that's kind of it for the batman but uh, nice. kind of interesting stuff out there right now we'll see what comes of it so we uh we had some news drop right after we recorded uh, last week's pod um james gunn back in the disney fold yep how how who, what, where, why, <laughs> why am I saying what, what way? What? <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I think when this first dropped, we obviously got on the thread here. And, you know, my first thought was just that 
good because the Guardians of the Galaxy are what they are, became what they became. Marvel, in a lot of ways, changed the trajectory of who they are and how they're doing right. movies because of James Gunn and yep. what he did with those movies. Um, I, 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 It's hard to fathom a Guardians movie without his quote-unquote voice. Yeah, um, even just the, the music choices in those movies, that's James Gunn's like music choices. That's mm-hmm. not somebody at Disney... You know, that's him putting his style into a movie. And and to think of, of a movie that wouldn't have that kind of sensibility, it feels like somebody would try to do that. Or they could either try to be like that and fail, which would suck, mm-hmm. or they'd have to just go in a more serious direction, which would take the fun out of the Guardians of the Galaxy series. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering... This couldn't have. This obviously, I don't think, was a quick decision. I, my guess is that this has been um, probably in the works to get him back in for a little bit, probably straightening some stuff out. From what I've read, and it's on the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Right, everything so, on there yeah. is true. So what I've read is that he is indeed still on to do the Suicide Squad, and part of the negotiations to come back to Disney were that he could fulfill his commitment to that. Right. And so basically he's going to do the Suicide Squad. He's writing it, directing it. That's going to wrap and then he's going to jump right back into Guardians. So this dude is double dipping. And I mean, it's a crappy way for all of it to happen in the first place. Yep. But the dude made out pretty good. He's now doing two tentpole superhero movies for the two biggest studios in the game. Yep, and they're they're not even the the main like he's not doing an Avengers, he's not doing a Justice League, he's not doing a Batman or a, or an Iron Man or something like that. He gets to do ones that are off the beaten path, more to his style. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have so so <laughs> I've got a couple of of takes with with this. First of all, I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have that James Gunn is back. Obviously, the tweets that got him fired were horrible. I'm not into all of that. I don't even know where to start with that. We all need Jesus. Um, but uh, as far as the just as a director, I'm glad he's back. Right. I First of all, I want to know how much did Disney have to up his contract? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing in the three to five million dollar oh, range or like give him two percent of the of the gross. Oh, yeah. from, it's, from he's, the movie. he's gonna be cashing in. Yeah. I'm sure of that. Um, I also think that. That Disney, this shows like there's this is the second time that it feels like Disney has waited for DC to do something mm-hmm. before they decided to pull the trigger on what could be a potentially um, risky move. Mm-hmm. They waited to see how Wonder Woman did before they pulled the Captain Marvel, yeah, um, with the female lead and director, right? Um, and and Marvel just basically copied the Wonder Woman playbook with that. None of the movies are the same. And the movies are great, mm-hmm. but it felt like they waited, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I think Feige even, he is quoted, he, the quote is out there somewhere, basically admit, I don't know if you want to say admitting to, but acknowledging that Wonder Woman, the success of Wonder Woman gave us yeah. the confidence to, to green light the, the Captain they Marvel. They didn't think it would you make know? money. Yeah. And so, um, and so there's now, some arguments that, well, it was in the pipeline and it maybe was, but I know it had been pushed back. Yeah. But that that's neither here nor there. Right. But to your but point. Now yeah. you've got Disney waited until James Gunn got hired to do something else 
by DC. By their competitor. <laughs> and then they said, oh, nobody threw some giant fit that uh, that yeah. James Gunn, which, by the way, that just speaks to like the, the crazy politics of the game. Yeah. If James Gunn was a Trump supporter, there would probably be some, uh, some fireworks. Although, supposedly, there's Trump supporters that got him fired that's true with. yeah hmm. it's all it's all crazy wacko yeah, stuff it's weird it's a but weird story they waited until he got hired and saw there's no firestorm over this right let's do what we can to bring him back because if we don't bring him back we lose the entire guardians of the galaxy team because they yeah. all want to quit because james gunn's not part of it well and, and also to add to that um the news coming out from the way this uh, suicide squad is developing has been very met with a lot of positivity People looking forward mm-hmm. to it. People, oh wow! I can't see what he, can't wait to see what he does with it. These characters. It sounds so you know. Anyway, a lot of positivity. Yeah. And I'm wondering, and, and this is just off my dome, but I wonder if Disney, in some ways, because it was announced quite a while ago that he was involved with DC. Yeah. But I wonder if that got Disney thinking. Oh, we can pry him if if we, you know, up the offer, bring him back. Right apologize make it right you know or whatever not that they need you know that's neither here nor there but get him back maybe they were hoping it would pry him away from that project with dc yeah maybe. but like i said from what i read um it apparently was 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 a package deal of yeah i'll come back and do it sure um but i'm still doing this Yep. So now he gets to do both. Uh, I'm excited for both. <laughs> really, for me as a fan of his work, like you said, all the other stuff aside, um, as a fan of his work and the movies he's done, um, I'm excited to see both. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's a good thing. So Yeah. Uh, Disney Fox. Merger complete. Ooh, mercy. Uh, Speaking think- of cash money. I think the biggest part of this deal is that LL Cool J might get all the sports channels. I'm into that. <laughs> I want to see LL Cool J uh, change Major League Baseball broadcasts. I'm into that. LL Cool J, mama says knock you out. Maybe he can fire Troy Aikman from the football podcast uh, broadcast. <laughs> I like Troy Aikman. I think he does all right. He's no Matt Harpering, but you know. He's no Matt Harpering. He's he is he is the new John Madden without the talent. <laughs> so I don't mind him. You know who actually is really good though. All jokes aside, is uh, Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Tony Romo is, is the man really. I, I've been really enjoying. I enjoy his. watching football games because Tony Romo yeah. is calling yeah. the game. Yeah, That's I'll cool. give it to you with Hakeman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what you want to do here is run, <laughs> or maybe pass. Well, I want to pass the ball. If Forward you can kicker. score. That's a good thing. <laughs> John Madden. Oh, man. So what are your thoughts with that? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this a dangerous thing? So overall, I'm super positive on this. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that... This is Disney... Disney buying Yoinking Fox. in all... Yes, yeah. all properties of... So I love the fact that even just on the Marvel side of things, they get... Uh, Fantastic Four, and even more, the X-Men back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I think it would be really cool if you end up seeing a, uh, if they've got some X, uh, like Wolverine sneak peek in the uh, in the credits to Endgame. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but it's probably uh, too, um, 
probably too soon, wouldn't you think? Because oh, well, they could have been filming it. For oh, a while. well, that's like true. Because n- yeah, you're right. Yeah, knowing it's imminent because yeah. this this was announced quite a while ago, huh? Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Okay. So wow, that would be something. That would be that'd be crazy. Um, I'm excited for their streaming service. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. I mean, I don't know what they they usually have to, you know. <sighs> Somebody's got rights to the streaming somewhere else, so they've got to wait some of those things out before they can put it on their own network. But over time, over the next few years, they're going to have a lot of stuff, which is going to be really cool. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that, but I was looking at the, some of the list of things that they have, and it's hard for me to imagine what Disney would do with some of these properties that mm-hmm. wouldn't just make them all feel Disney. Hmm. You know, like even... Not that I'm big, like even my kids aren't super big into like Ice Age or Rio or things like that, but they have a distinct feel. Sure. That that are different than the Pixar. That, and I like and the, that. I yeah, like there's something yeah. a little bit different. They have a, an alternative of all, right. you know, it's always kind of or, been that. Or what do they do with the Alien and Predator franchises? What do they do with Avatar? What do they do with, um, you know, are they going to show The Simpsons on their streaming network? Things right. like that. Yeah, that I'm family like, Guy, all that. Yeah, yeah I mean, and some of those I'm like, I could care less about sure. some of those properties but there's some but, some but very un disney i mean yeah. like family guys is not a disney what right. you would think of as a disney show yeah so mm-hmm. i'm curious if they're gonna keep some of these studio like some of the these properties separate from the disney brand keep it under a, fo- a fox name or whatever so it's not directly associated like disney stone touchstone sure. i was gonna say touchstone yeah. is an example of which that. Yeah. did all the r-rated movies so right. disney was technically making r-rated movies just mm-hmm. under a different name yeah so maybe we'll do something like that i don't know it'll be interesting. i can see yeah I, I i'm with you there i think you're right i there's a certain um i don't know if expectation is the right word but there's a, a connotation to the the name disney yeah that when you think disney you're not thinking like you said predator Right. Family guy, and and I, I yeah, I'm with you. There, there's no, I just yeah, I can't see them lumping it all in. As right. But you know, they have Marvel and Star Wars, and neither one of those movies have the Disney logo at the beginning. It's Marvel and Lucasfilm. Sure. And so I could easily see them keeping 20th Century Fox yeah. in front of an Alien sequel or something like that, yeah. and. Really, the the bottom line is the money's just going somewhere else, right? So it'll probably be better produced, more well thought out. They'll get people yeah. in charge of like the entire creative development of some of these things. Exactly, exactly. Huh? I, I think it's cool. I'm well, you know, I I like it because I have a faith in the Disney brand in yeah. the sense of like you were just saying the quality of what they put out. And I think some of these brands will benefit from that. Yeah. I mean, I know there's two camps of people with, say, Star Wars, for instance. I know there's two camps of Disney ruined it, and then there's Disney mm-hmm. enhanced it. I happen to think that Disney's made uh, great Star Wars movies. Oh, In fact, I just than watched... The, than the, the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, exactly. And, you know, even so, they've launched something that I don't think we would have seen um, with the Star Wars stories and things like that. Um, in fact, I just watched uh, Solo again just a mm-hmm. couple of days ago. That is a such a good movie. It's really fun. Could Solo play Batman? The uh, the actor. The actor. Um, he he fits the age range. I could 
probably see it. I'd have to see what that guy looks like without the the Han Solo getup. Yeah. You know, because he's obviously got his hair kind of. Yeah. You know, and it, I'd have to. I'd have to see a mock up, but as far as his acting, I know there was a lot of talk about his acting and and stuff. But I don't know, I thought, I thought he did, did fine. fine. Yeah. If he's a capable actor, then why not? Right. You know. I don't know. That thought just crossed my mind. No, yeah, that's interesting. I'd be interested for that. What what properties do you want to see the most from Fox on Disney streaming? Huh. Let's see. I don't know. I'd have to. Ha- I'd have to look at a list, honestly, because there's so many stuff up. There's things out there that I might not know is is Fox. But to be honest with you, I would love to see The Simpsons because The Simpsons you can't stream anywhere right now at all. Um, as far as their their catalog, I know you can can stream like recent episodes and recent seasons. I don't know if it's full seasons, but recent episodes on Hulu. But I'm a big Simpsons fan as far as like their early to mid '90s era, kind of mm-hmm. the golden era of Simpsons, and it's unavailable. Right. So I would love to have the Simpsons. I know that might be a, maybe a cliche answer, but, um, I'd like to see that. I'd stream that. I'd have to see a list though, probably to to kind of run down. I saw one not too long ago that had like some of the, like the top 15 properties that you'd want that. Yeah. Just had like uh, streaming. Yeah. They had a, a list of that. And so, Here's my question, and I just just got it answered. Fox <laughs> News is not oh. part of the Disney deal. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. That would have been uh, that would have been funny. It would have been interesting. But uh, all right, well, uh, this is this is great radio. While I'm uh, searching <laughs> for uh, for a list, so I will give that up, and we can move on. Um, all right. You got any NBA things you want to talk you know, about? You know, I honestly I think some of the stuff we wanted uh, that I was thinking about was just that the Jazz just jumped into fifth place. They okay. they yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, to 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 our point earlier in the podcast, yeah, very on brand for the Jazz to lose to the Hawks yeah. right when they hit fifth place. They're on a five-game win streak. They're going for their sixth win in a row. Yeah. Playing the Hawks? Yeah, we got this. Thunder are slipping, yada, yada. Yeah, very on brand. So <laughs> I don't really know what to make of that now. Right. But, uh, you know, the standings in the West are just going to keep changing. That's just how it yeah. is every year. I'm interested to see where the Thunder do land, though, because they're in seventh or eighth right now. They and they've got the toughest schedule. Seventh. Okay, and they've got the toughest schedule remaining. There's a chance they could end in eighth place. I so want the Thunder to play the Warriors in the first round, whether that's in the seventh or eighth, because I know the, the Warriors and Nuggets are neck and neck. Mm-hmm. But that would be, first of all, to watch a potentially seven-game seri- series of Russell Westbrook versus mm-hmm. Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and just the way OKC would hate on KD. Yeah. That would be entertaining. That would be. Even though the Warriors would clearly blow them away. Right. It would at least be fun to watch. Right. I agree. Um, and to see Oklahoma City go out again. I know that I, I should technically want them to succeed as a fellow small market Midwest team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I hate them. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to root for them. Right. 
And and right now I feel like any team other than the Warriors, seven. so right now Warriors are our number one. So two through seven, two through eight, all seven of those teams I feel all have an equal chance at the conference finals. Yeah. I, I don't even know what matchup I want anymore because on any given night, Houston can lose, yep. even if James Harden goes off for 50. Yeah, they lost the other night, and he had 57. Yeah. 57 points. Yeah. And they uh, lost OKC? to the Spurs, I think. Or was yeah. it? Yeah, no, it was the Heat and OKC. Oh, yeah, yeah, one of them. Okay, like yeah, it was that. the Heat. But yeah. either way, like, yeah. Even the wow. Clippers. I think if the Clippers got hot enough and had the right matchups... Doc Rivers is a decent enough coach. They could make it to the conference finals. And they're playing well. Yeah. I thought that their their trade deadline moves were a, hey, we're throwing in the towel. Yeah, the Lakers gave them their best center, though. So. That's true. God, what the heck? That guy's Dude. good. I know. I that's really good. What are the Lakers are stupid? Zubak or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, I he's think, good. It's like when they not, when they traded Marc Gasol, they traded for Pau Gasol, and they ended up winning mm-hmm. a couple of championships, so it sure. worked out. But it was one of those things as a Laker fan, like down the road, I was like, you traded away Marc Gasol. Yeah. Like a two-time defensive player of the year who can step out and hit the three. Mm-hmm. That's a guy that Before that was like right. popular. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That Lakers are stupid. Yeah, Lakers. Lakers are missing playoffs. Uh, yeah, right now the Kings, maybe... I thought the Kings might make a run, but it's looking probably like they'll probably be on the outside looking in. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking see... that Clippers will be that team that... OKC, San Antonio, Utah, and the Clippers are all tied at 42-30. and 30. Wow. The exact same records for all four teams. They are, two and a half, they are all two and a half games back from Portland, three games back from Houston. So, so where, where, where's Utah up. with this loss? Uh, if if uh, my app is correct, the NBA app, we are at seventh due to tiebreakers. Okay. We definitely would be below OKC because we lost three games to them. Four. Um, did we get swept by them? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they okay, swept okay, us. Um, and I don't know what what our standings are with San Antonio, but they have them underneath us. Right? Th- we 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 won the series against San Antonio. Oh, so we should be above. I think that's weird. Okay, but uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, right now we're technically seventh. Again, I don't even care who we face at this point. Every matchup is going to be tough. I'm with you there. Um, as long yeah. as we don't play the Warriors. That's the only team I don't want to play in the first round now. Right. Yeah, you don't want the Warriors in the first round. Uh, I, I'm i to the point where I, there was a minute I was really, really scared of OKC. I'm kind of to the point now. Once they start playing uh, tougher teams, their true colors have kind of shown. And they're not as crisp as they were. Their defense has really slipped. Um, not that they can't work that out in a seven-game series, but... Yeah. Um, I'm not as scared as of them as I was. I still probably prefer to not play them in round one. Steven Adams is... Yeah, man, he's tough. He gives Gobert yeah. a really hard time. Yeah. I don't know. I it's going to be interesting. It'll be nuts, man. It'll be, it'll be good. Well, Carter, I have one thing to say to you right now. What's that, D? Be excellent to each other. Station. I like it. <laughs> and <laughs> party on dudes indeed so best news we've had all week that's true all possibly week. all year you know and i feel like i feel like we actually may have even played a part in this in this coming like to, to, to happen i mean 
we got the announcement uh, just a, a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Or this morning. Even. Was it this morning? It Could might have been. been this morning. It's I think, day, yeah, man. man. Maybe. I don't know. You just know. had a baby. Yeah, you don't, I don't even know what day it was. Uh, the Wild Stallions are playing again. That's right. And, uh, and in this little announcement, uh, Alex Winters, a.k.a. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Mm-hmm. And Keanu Reeves, Mr. Ted Theodore Logan. That's right. Um, announced that coming next summer of 2020, yep. Bill and Ted 3 face the music. That's right. Bill and Ted face the music is coming. It, it's been rumored for how long now? Oh, half a decade maybe? Yeah, really. I've been hearing about Bill and Ted 3 for years. Yeah. And... Oh, it's coming. No, it's there's a holdup. No, it's in developmental hell. It's in yeah. it needs a new right, you know, blah, blah. Finally, it's got a release date. They're filming it. They've got uh, a writer and director. The writers, by the way, are the writers of the first two. Ooh. So it is a complete full trilogy. Nice. A uh, continuation, a conclusion of vision. Mm-hmm. For the writers, obviously, uh, Alex Winters and uh, Keanu Reeves are back. Um, it's going to be tough to get George Carlin. Yeah, uh, the, that one's going to be tough. Gonna be tough. Um, I don't know who they've pegged as a director. I've heard it's the director of the guy who did um, Galaxy Quest, which is actually an underrated movie. I love that movie. That's a good movie. Alan Rickman, Tim Allen. Good stuff. Go check it out if you're into funny sci-fi. It's a good, yeah. But the dude, you know, speaking of funny sci-fi, Bill and Ted face the music. The word is, is that, um, so obviously, so Bill and Ted, they were uh, chosen, or not not necessarily chosen, but um, had to be um, little guidance from a, a time-traveling uh, oracle, if you will, Rufus. Basically, <laughs> the planet was about to crumble in on itself, and uh, war, famine, uh, pretty much the end as we know it, was imminent unless, well, basically because Wild Stallions uh, broke up because of uh, Ted going to military school. Right. And that uh, resulted in Wild Stallions not getting together. And writing the song that would eventually bring world peace. And so Rufus had to come and just point them in the right direction and uh, to save the world. Well, two films in, three films in now. These guys are in their 50s and apparently they still haven't wrote the song. <laughs> they still haven't quite figured out. So, so far the uh, collision course with the end of the world is still happening. Unless... <laughs> Either, I mean, I guess we'll see. I don't know if they'll write the song. If they'll, I don't know what they'll do there, but it's going to be awesome. One thing I thought was pretty cool was uh, Keanu Reeves gave all the credit to the fans yeah. for making this happen. Which, this has been something that, that the fans have been clamoring for for a long time. Mm-hmm. And after enough time, it was kind of like when, uh, when Firefly, the TV show, got mm-hmm. canceled. And there's so many fans that were upset about that that they made a movie to wrap up the whole thing. Yeah. You know, 
this feels like that. Mm-hmm. That the fans have rallied together to save the world through music and time travel one more time. That is most triumphant. It's most non-heinous. Completely. So, so now that we know this movie's coming, we know a little bit of what it's going to be about. Um, Are they going to be hipsters? It'll be interesting to see if they're just like dads <laughs> now that if stoner dads. Give, yeah, are they stoner dads? Are they still the same, you know, dudes as they were? Yeah. Um, or did they become? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what are they? Are they are they hip? Are they just losers? Are they? You know, it'll be interesting right. to see where uh, fifty mid fifty year old Bill and Ted are. Yeah. And what prompts whoever it is, whether Rufus or not, I mean, it's, it's probably not going to be Rufus. I would have a hard time imagining no. that they try was, to recast him. or Was Rufus in uh, Bogus Journey? Yep. He yep. was. Yep. Okay. He was in Bogus Journey. So he was, uh, he was kidnapped at the beginning, at the very beginning. So he wasn't in most of the movie. Right. By the it, evil Bill and Ted robots. Right. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Denomalous. Uh, who built the evil Bill and ah, Ted robots, yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Is there anything that you hope to see with this? I mean, I can always see some Socrates. Naturally. Um, man. So, I, this is, it's a really weird, uh, in my mind, like a pivot for Keanu Reeves. I, I don't know what to expect mm-hmm. from him because... He's he, been like Mr. Action pretty he, much yeah, since the 90s. John Wick. Since, since Speed. He really got kind of a rep as an yeah. action star. And he's done some like romantic stuff. Yeah, he's done yeah, um, you're right. some dramas, some stuff like that. But right now, oh, yeah. he is killing it. He was Neo, and now he's John Wick. As John Wick. Right. And he's even done some other like indie stuff as like the man... Uh, the man of Tai Chi. Man of Tai Chi. Yeah. And... He did this other... Um, Which I think he wrote and directed. I think so. Yeah. And then he did another one where he's like this Ronin guy. Um, Ooh, oh, we snacks. just got a oh, cookie snap. delivery, oh, which yeah. is something that I would imagine that Missy would do. All right. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Mmm. Excellent. Mmm. Cookies. Fresh out of the oven. Mm, Bet you wish you were here, Tom. I like it. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see Keanu Reeves back in this stoner surfer. Whoa. Whoa. Do you know when the Mongols ruled China? (laughs) Like, classic Don't forget to check your watch, (laughs) And so... What I would like to see, I would love to see some callbacks, mm-hmm. some nods to the original, not to not to rehash jokes, but to maybe revisit some characters. I really, really, really hope the Grim Reaper, because he was their bass player. He ended up being Wild Stallion's bassist. True. And then he went solo, and then that was a train wreck, and he came back to the Wild Stallions. So I want to I want to see Bill and Ted. As substitute history teachers. That would be awesome. I'm chewing my cookie. That is great radio. (laughs) 
I want them to have some like hipster who cares nothing about history in their class. Well, they try to explain that Caesar was not a salad dressing dude. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome to see. The, uh, the, they are now what, or, or, you know, experiencing. (laughs) And Bill is a history teacher. That would be pretty good. I, I, I think that would be a sweet opening. That would be awesome. Even just if it's like two minutes of an opening. I like that. I could dig that. That'd be sweet. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, so, turning back the watch, if you will. Hmm. What are, first of all, out of Bogus Journey, or well, let's go with uh, Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. What, Which one's your favorite out of the, the first two? So, I did, I did not like Bogus Journey. Um, part of that is because I wasn't even allowed to watch it. Um, because of all the stuff with Grim Reaper and Death and Hell and mm-hmm. all the stuff they were going through. It was a... Uh, uh, not a welcome movie in uh, in my home growing up. Right. And honestly, after like I, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is one of my all time favorite kid like movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. That Same. Was, that and the Goonies mm-hmm. were on like constant repeat for me as a kid. I yeah I can watch those. I mean I still can, still can. obviously but yeah I I watched it. The, you know like there's some movies that you watch like. For me, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secrets of the Ooze. Mm-hmm. I thought that movie was going to hold its value. Um, it not did so not. much, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that I tried showing it to my wife to show her how cool it was. Mm-hmm. And when Vanilla Ice shows up on the scene, <laughs> oh. we were done at that point. Yeah, it, like, was already, right. it was already kind of bad. Mm-hmm. It just—it was one of those movies like, you don't watch it again as an adult. Like, savor the memories, but don't mm-hmm. try to relive it. <laughs> Bill and Ted's and the Goonies... Are not that way. They right. they have aged so well. For yeah, me. for sure, absolutely. And so, bogus journey for me, because it, it wasn't the kind of genre that one I was even allowed to watch, and two I wasn't into as a kid. It just didn't hit the mark. Mm-hmm. I think I've watched some parts of it. I haven't watched the whole thing like now, mm-hmm. but I think I've watched some of it. I was like, oh, that's not bad. That's kind of funny. Yeah, like I could watch that. I could get into mm-hmm. that. You know, but I was definitely a, a excellent adventure guy. But you kind of have a less popular opinion. Well, I don't know if it would be. I, I mean, if I had to rank the two, I think I'd still take excellent adventure first. Um, but I, I definitely loved Bogus Journey just as much. Um, so we owned Excellent Adventure. So I watched it constantly, VHS. You know. Watched it all the time, but then we would rent, for whatever reason, we didn't own Bogus Journey, so we'd go and rent it, but we'd rent it all the time. And uh, there's, I don't know, there's something about Bogus Journey that just cranked it to 11, (laughs) that just was just absurd, and still is. But some of the jokes in that movie are just so good. Just such, it's just such a good comedy, but it's Mm. just, it, it really is like, completely absurd but uh obviously playing uh board games with death <laughs> and things and i What's mean that whole and ladders or so they start out basically so the uh, evil bill and ted robots kill them right and so naturally they wake up and and basically uh death says to them 
you know, basically they're like, we got to save the babes. We got to get back to, right. we, we can't be dead. And uh, basically he says, you can go back if you, if you uh, beat me, you know, in a, a challenge of your choosing. And they're like, oh, okay. And basically he tells them no one's ever lost. And, you know, suddenly cut to them playing uh, Battleship, I think at first. Yeah. And it ends up being a complete montage, which is mm-hmm. just so funny of, they're playing Clue. They're playing. One of the best parts about the Clue is, you know, the Grim Reaper standing over in the corner, looking over at his, at his cards, and finally he walks back over to the board game, and he goes, "It was Colonel Mustard in the study with the candlestick," and they go, "I'm sorry, it was Professor Plum," and he goes, "I said Plum, I said Plum." It's just every time he's trying, you know, best out of seven, it just keeps going up and up because he keeps losing. Anyway, great montage. Um, I, that movie, I don't know, it holds up. There's just such funny, um, you know, they're in hell and they're like, they're just looking, taking in the, the scene essentially. And, uh, they're like, wow, our album covers really lied to us. <laughs> it's just, it just, just stupid Bill and Ted stuff, but right. a classic. I like them both. Usually I like to watch them together. Hmm. At this point, like as an adult, if I go back and watch them, I, I try to make it a double feature because they flow really well into each other. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited. They both they both like you were saying, they they played a, a big part in my upbringing in the sense of just a movie that movies that my brother and I watched all the time. Yeah, I quote it still all the time you and mm-hmm. i quote it all the time tom looks at us like what are you doing <laughs> he just doesn't know he doesn't get it but uh it's highly quotable hilarious my, my favorite one of my all-time favorite scenes that we quote constantly like me and my sisters growing up is the, the part where where ted supposedly gets stabbed by the medieval uh he's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, like what was it uh Bogus, heinous, most non-triumphant. Yeah. <laughs> Loved that scene as a kid. Way sweet. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they take this. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I, I just think that because I've been pretty vocal about sequels years and years later. Yeah. You know, the Dumb and Dumber thing was Ugh. terrible. I still have never seen the official sequel to that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just leave Dumb and Dumber where it at, where it's at in your yep. mind. Just leave it there. Because um, that right there is better than a million dollars. That's true. That's an IOU. <laughs> exactly. That was on at the hospital when yeah. we were giving birth. I sent you guys a <laughs> shot of that because we were watching it. But... Uh, Anyway, yeah, like, I've been pretty vocal about, like, I'm not into those, I'm not into the reboots, blah, 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 but there's something about this one that because it's being done by the same team, the same actors, it seems to be a passion project Mm -hmm. of these guys that have really pushed for years to really make it happen. There's something different about it that just is, like, makes me excited. Like, okay, yeah, I can handle a conclusion, especially because of what I've kind of seen about it being like, yeah, these dudes are in their fifties and they still haven't like accomplished what they were right. supposed to do to like make all like, that's just Very a real life. <laughs> it's just a funny concept to me <laughs> that like suddenly they're going to have to 
do whatever they have to do right. and with whoever, you know, I don't know what, if they're going to go back on the historical figures route, if they're going to, you know, because that was the thing about Bogus Journey is they didn't really do much right. time traveling. They just, it more was just, they died, they went to hell, they went to heaven. They just, it was a journey through the afterlife, essentially. Yeah. And uh, so, so it was, it was a journey through past life, journey through the afterlife. Now it's a journey through midlife. That's right. Maybe they'll go to the future. <laughs> you know? Who knows? I think with... Excuse me. I got, I'm eating cookie. <laughs> with the technology they have nowadays, though, um, and just really solid um, sci-fi writing that's out there nowadays, I think they could lean into maybe a futuristic, you know, make it like a true... I mean, I guess you see a little bit of the future in Bogus Journey at the beginning when they're at the uh, right. University of uh, Bill and Ted or whatever it is, right. where Professor Rufus is like teaching his pupils and all that or whatever. But maybe, uh, maybe it'll be something where like they do a tribute to George Carlin, and Rufus's death hmm. spurs them into finally doing what they what they needed to do maybe. as they face their own mortality. Maybe they haven't heard from him in 25, 30 years, and suddenly they get some indication that yeah. know, something happened to him, and that, and then, yeah, maybe it spurs on. There better be some kind of George Carlin tribute. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Rufus! Rufus! Listen I, to this dude, Rufus. He knows what he's talking about. I tried to get my first son's middle name to be Rufus. Really? Yes. That's awesome. I got shot down hard. <sighs> uh, I think I actually tried to get the first name to be Rufus. That would be awesome. Then I tried to get the second, the middle name to yeah, be okay, Rufus. Yeah, okay, if we can't do the first, let's at least make the right. middle name Rufus. Yeah, and I got shot down on both both counts. It's one of the greater uh, disappointments of my life. Mm. Well, have another. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Boy or girl, just name him Rufus. Rufus. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well... Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to add to the Bill and Ted talk? <laughs> Ted talk. Maybe that's, that's maybe that's it's Ted talks. I like it. Hmm. He started Ted talks. Maybe that's go. where he's at. <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's gonna be good. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get more info and we can talk more about it as it develops. I mean, I've always thought that that uh, Ted Theodore Logan, which is really funny because. His name is Ted Theodore Theodore. <laughs> Ted quotation marks Theodore Logan. Is that what it is? I never. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> Ted Theodore is that his middle name? It just honestly, I think I just now realized that Ted and Theodore, that Theodore is Ted. Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> He's Ted Ted. <laughs> um, everybody's always said that was Keanu's best role. I've heard that before. So. I am excited to see Keanu back in that role. Yep. Um, I, Alex Winters hasn't done like anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think he um, he did a couple movies early around that time, and then he uh, went into producing and directing. So yeah. I know he write he he's done a lot of writing. He's done a lot of documentaries though. He does like he's like a documentary filmmaker. So yeah. from what I know, I mean. So. I'm curious if the princesses are going to be there, but right. as Ted would tell us, 
You'll see. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for it. Uh, I hope they do it justice. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they will. I'm thinking so. It's going to be sweet. Yes, indeed. Word up. You want to land this plane? All right. Well, if you have any thoughts about Bill and Ted, if you would like to uh, express condolences to, uh, to Mr. Tom Jones, all joking aside, we did miss having you here, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, until next time, keep checking. <laughs>